listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You cannot text the show this morning because this is a pre-record. Um, between you and me, don't tell anyone else, it's, um, it's, it's Tuesday. <laughs> but but just don't, mm, don't spread that about. It's, it's, you know, as far as we're concerned, Saturday morning, you know. Oh, Saturday, the weekend. <laughs> but, you know, but in fact... I love that you go Scottish for a weekend. Yeah. Frank. Oh, do you haven't finished yet? You can oh. follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio or email the show via the Absolute Radio website. They will be ignored. <laughs> but do it and we'll read them later. When I... you said they cannot text the show, you, yeah. you really mean don't, don't you? I mean, they can. Well, they can text the show if they want to just throw money up the wall. Time, yeah, don't, don't phone it just for fun, as Chris Evans used to say, as we all know. <laughs> yeah. Not to me personally, but he did say that. Don't mm -hmm. phone it just for fun. Don't phone it's just for fun. Oh, well, if only <laughs> Anton Deck had said that, they'd have provided yeah. an enormous scandal. Indeed. Mm. So, um, here's a thing. What? I was on my way in this uh, <coughs> morning, and um, <laughs> it's much busier than usual, I noticed. Oh, yeah. And lighter. Yeah, yeah. And um, I tell you what I saw. I saw a young woman in the street, attractive young woman, eating an apple. Okay. Mm -hmm. In the street. Yeah. Now, there's no need for anyone... Um, Who's, who's that well-dressed to eat an apple in the street? I know some people live on the street, they can, you know, they eat what they can get. But I felt, and I often feel this when I see young people eating an apple in particular, mm. it's a kind of a, they think they're in a bit of an advert in their <laughs> brains. They think, oh, this so is... critical of people. This is probably a Burberry's advert. <laughs> I can't get a Burberry because they don't Burberry. grow it. Seasonally, they're not available. Maybe she was hungry, Frank. No, not the way. <laughs> she was just thinking, oh, I'm so young and good-looking. <laughs> look at me with... Look how full of life I am. <laughs> um, and look at this dripping down my chin, eh? Eh? It's pink, all that. Pink lady, going on. Coxes or Jazz? Um, well, I was, in a, I was in a speeding automobile. Okay. I say speeding. We were, we were actually stationary in traffic, okay. but um, I, I didn't. I, I I don't know me apples well enough. Oh, I think ladies are splendid. They're a, they're a good apple. Yeah, I'm yeah. all over them. Yeah. Is that what the ones in uh, Greece were named after? Well, they're named after the apples. Greece, as in the musical. Yeah, is, is, oh, isn't that the, the pink lady? Oh no, they hadn't been invented then, darling. What well, apples? <laughs> they hadn't been invented in the fifties. <laughs> no, the pink that's lady right. apple. Well, I don't think it'd been named then. Right, well, it was named after the women in <laughs> yes, Greece. It's no. the, the recent invention of the apple is how we know that the Adam and Eve story is somewhat skewed. It's, uh, it's. Oh yeah, but I mean, it's all we, about we, the anachronism of. What the we apple. might have done is retrospectively um, an unnamed fruit. We might have, <laughs> might have placed <laughs> the the appellation. Oh, <laughs> the, the Appalachian apple <laughs> on it. Very good. Appalachian apple is, I believe, the full name of the daughter of uh, Chris Thingy Gwyneth and Paltrow, uh, Chris Martin. Gwyneth and yes, thanks for helping with the names. I'm not good at names okay, at my here. age. I must say. So, what did you just d decide I finally just thought, about this woman? Oh God, stop showing off with your apple. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You know when you stop get some showing off with your apple is <laughs> such a working class. <laughs> <laughs> He thinks yeah. that's luxury it's goods. It's what pirates with scurvy <laughs> used to say when they were when they landed when they were taken in by the admiralty. Showing off with your apple <laughs> and your two eyes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, 
I well, like that to Frank. That's the ultimate decadence. It's not. De- it, it, it was just you know. You know, you can know in the in their head. They're they're hearing like do 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 do. Burberry is for beautiful. <laughs> do 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 do. That was what was in her head. Expensive if she'd been eating confectionery. If she was wandering no. wrong with a Snickers half. Hanging no. Out of the if she was walking around mouth. with a Snickers, um, <laughs> hang, what a Snickers, what hanging out the edges of her mouth with a Snickers you know? hanging out. I mean, you, 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 you don't see that as often as you used to, do you? Do you remember that? You remember the Ray Stong used to see at the back? I, I never see that now. I think it was got... a 90s affliction. But why is it? How could it have stopped happening? It disappeared along with Atomic Kitten. I know, but I don't see how it stopped. People still wear thongs, I'm guessing. No, they've no. gone for the. Uh, we don't wear thongs anymore. Oh, thongs have gone. Don't say they. they. Women, I will tell you what we wear. We've gone for the big pants. I'll tell you what. Have we they? don't wear yeah. big but pants. But why don't we see them? Why don't we see those <laughs> rising up? Excuse me. Up, why, why are you listening to him? What does he know? <laughs> why are you listening well, I imagine to him? he probably looks more than you do. <laughs> Well, I, um, I want to know the answer to this. I'm I'll every- tell you, you're Go not on. asking. Well, so tell me after this. Okay. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So, Emily Dean, now all extraordinaire. <laughs> Why, what's happened to the thong? What do women wear now? Why don't we see them above the waistline of their jeans, stroke trousers? What's going on? Well, Frank, I was asked this very question on Newsnight last week. <laughs> Is that true? <laughs> I, uh... <laughs> But uh, Jeremy Slacksman, <laughs> who's, the, who's their trouser specialist that they have on there now. I thought Emily had been drafted in on a dapper last story. I was just <laughs> curious. Please. I'll tell you Please. The, Please. the sort of undergarments we're favouring these days. Mm. Can I say, I'm not asking, I'm asking this in a sort of social history kind of a way. Yeah. Not an ooh baby kind of a way. <laughs> Me too, ooh baby. I'm highly <laughs> relieved to hear it. Yes. There'll be no ooh baby in this studio no, on my time. Not. I have just checked. Um... And I would say what we're going for, maybe Charlie and Daisy could back oh. me up on this, mm. is... Um, <laughs> I didn't want to personalise this. OK. <laughs> Too late. Is um, a brief. Oh, OK, they're back, are they? The brief is back, but not yep. not big pants like Alan seems to be suggesting no, with no, his I... weird fantasies. This is their it's moment, a... isn't it, the brief? It's, it's the brief. If I, let me ask this question. You don't have to answer this. If, oh, if, I will. If we, if oh, I we, will. If there was... Could you give me a rough measurement on waistband to um, side seam, lower side seam? In centimetres. 15 inches. (laughs) 15 inches. That was that. That was a a loon pant. Yes. 15 inches. I told you they've gone big. They've gone big. No, it's winter, isn't it? What would you say, girls? Two centimetres. Two, okay. I'll go two centimetres. I think it's much more sensible than the thong. Oh, so much more. Oh, the more. thong always reminds me of the cheese counter. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. You know when they, when the mm-hmm. wire comes across the slice? Oh, oh yeah. no. No. Um, anyway. Um, so I, that's I, the I pants was, we're wearing today. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm wearing um, Daddy Pig pants. I've oh, got a uh, free? I've got an affordable stripy cotton boxer short. Affordable. <laughs> affordable. Well, you could. Who could wear in affordable <laughs> pants? <laughs> uh, surely that's some sort I mean, of tautology. I mean, that's one of the key. Where do you get your points. pants? Does Where? your wife buy them? <laughs> what? No, oh. I buy them. Did you say? Or sometimes do you, I get do you them. Do you Wi-Fi them? <laughs> <laughs> I said, yeah. does your wife buy them? Oh, got okay. Three G pants. I thought you suggested you but I wouldn't <laughs> buy pants online. <laughs> Wouldn't you? Oh, no. I have done. I've had on. I've had line on pants. 
before. Oh, I have. Fig- <laughs> Fine. Can I recommend figleaves.com? I don't really? need, I don't need freebies. Yeah. I've got them coming out of my ears. Yeah. No, I know that, darling, and I've I've always respected you for that. <laughs> <laughs> I anyway, so it's a, there's another phenomenon. Um, it's, and that's when um, when the young and attractive people have to wait for things. And I know they don't wait for much. No. But if you see them, they won't just stand on a street corner. They'll they'll get right up like and sit on quite a raised section of wall and lean back. Oh, and, yeah. and the whole waiting thing suddenly becomes this dramatic pose. And again, you know, they're sort of, oh, this is me mm. on an album sleeve. <laughs> Why don't they just relax? What's the matter with them? I think it's selfie culture, you see. They're, they're very self-conscious now. They're always thinking how they're perceived. They are. Mm. I well, mean... They're sitting high up on a wall. It's more like shelfy culture, isn't it? They're I don't, really, I don't think I was like that when I was a young... young my see, if they had sherry for breakfast, they'd be more relaxed, <laughs> generally. <laughs> more I was going to say, you were, more, ground level. <laughs> you were slumped <laughs> against the wall, darling. Yeah, because I was over the wall. <laughs> <laughs> you could see my pants. Of course, men's pants, I see wherever I look. Yes. They're completely... Women's pants have gone into hiding. I think the pant, male and female pants are like the man and woman on those weather houses you yes. used to get. Do you remember the man used to come out in, in, in a certain yes. um, weather and the woman? And that's what's happened with the, the pants. Never mm. never seen simultaneously. Yeah, we must work. It's probably the whole thing is down to um, um, climate change. Well, Richard Maigley, commando, of course. Oh. Yes, of course. Oh. Famously. He, surely that... That must be affected by climate change. People isn't it? are having their breakfast. <laughs> oh, no, you're right. I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, madly. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Also on the way in, um, yes. this morning. That's cool. I, I, um, so slick the way you did mm-hmm. that. Thanks. Yeah. Um, this morning was I. I noticed um, a lot of the shops now in the central of uh, uh, the central of London. Nice, <laughs> I like that. Yes. In the central <laughs> of London, like the pardoner <laughs> in the centrale of London. <laughs> this show is brought to you by Peeps. Jeffrey <laughs> 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 Chaucer. It's a bit Londinium, wouldn't it? <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, I noticed a lot of the shops now. Unsurprisingly, have got their Christmas windows. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the ones that hadn't yet was uh, Pret-a-Manger. Oh. <laughs> right? What are you laughing at? <laughs> She's laughing at your French. ridiculous affectation. <laughs> Whenever you're forced oh, to speak any sort of French. No <laughs> one. Do. Even the man who invented Pret-a-Manger. Even the man who invented French. No, Julian Metcalf. Who... Did he invent French? No, he invented Pret-a-Manger. Oh, OK. Did he? He doesn't go... Yes, um, The man who invented Pret-a-Manger <laughs> is called <laughs> Julian Mecca. I yeah. thought it'd be called the <laughs> Beatrice Falfelpo. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought it'd be called. Okay. Yeah, that's what he's called. Anyway. Okay, well, anyway, I went past there and I thought, oh, they're missing a bit of a trick, aren't they, Pret-a-Manger? Because oh, all these other yeah. shops have got, um, haven't got Christmassy names. Yeah. And they've got the word manger. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In it. That's true. So if you said that the French pret-a-manger means ready to eat... <laughs> oh, well done, Frank. It means that. ready to manger, which is exactly what we are at this time of the year. Yes. Yeah. That's right. What they should have a TV advert would say Joseph and Mary going, let's get ready to manger, <laughs> let's get ready to manger, in straw, kicking up straw as they dance. Yes. Everybody manger. I'd love that. that yeah. Sounds good. Mm. I think that... that they're but really they don't have the red cups, Frank. 
don't they? Oh, no. that's the uh, rival yes. high street coffee No, but they could. What I'm saying is they've Christmas is, 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 on, is waiting for them. Yes. Uh, it's all set for their Christmas advertising campaign. Mm. They're doing nothing about it. I wonder you if should they even know that it's coming up. Well, they must know the word manger. I mean, Christmas, they might just have not I know, of course, they'll have heard that. Julian Metcalf, not know it's coming. <laughs> Christmas is coming. Yeah, out of your mind. I don't know him. I don't know what kind of guy he is. Well, I, well, I tell you, he's very posh. Yeah, exactly. I imagine <laughs> now... Someone who started a business was posh. <laughs> no way. I imagine he's turkeys already happens. ordered. Yes. Can I say, he's not the only one. Oh! You haven't ordered it. I've ordered my turkey. Have you? Oh. Yeah. Do you know it completely ignored me? <laughs> <laughs> have you really ordered it, Frank? I have. Have you all well, you say that. We all know who's going to be marigolds deep in that turkey, and it'll be Sandy Mason, not you. No, <laughs> I, I the, thing, the deal. I've gone, I oh, know I don't like crown. I've got mm. my leather crown, if I need that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've gone full bird. Good, good for you. So and what's the deal, then? Well, here's, here's what happened. Um, there, is, uh, there is a shop near me called the Hampstead Butcher, and then um, there's mo- it hasn't finished yet. No. Hampstead Butcher and Providor. <laughs> wow. And, uh, a providore. I don't know what... French, isn't it? Providore. And, um... And mm-hmm. they're very posh. It's a very posh oh, shop. Artisan. Yes. yes. And Kath wants, yeah, uh... She wants good. an organic turkey, cos, you know, that... For the boy, he doesn't want him to have the non-organic mm-hmm. bird. So, um... Well, she better let her have sweets on Crimbo Day. I'll be coming around with some. Yes, anyway, I've... O- so I've ordered the, the turkey. It's... It's about, um... It's um it's symmetric measure which I not, I, I can't quite. It's a bigish turkey, but not massive by any means. Kilograms it's, it's was it in kilograms? It was yeah. It it it's to serve um, six to eight people. Right. Okay. Uh, what sort of price are you guessing at? That's Ooh. this morning's. T- oh no, it isn't. <laughs> no. Um, six to eight. I'm gonna go. Thirty-eight pounds. Yeah, I'd go okay. somewhere near forty quid. But hang on, I'm gonna round it up to forty-five because it's hamsters. <laughs> Okay, well, I'll tell you now, and then we'll discuss it after. Okay. The price is £89. <laughs> Lovely. Skinner, Dean and Cochran. Together, The Frank Skinner Show. Absolute Radio. Can I just express some sadness that we're doing this week as a pre-record? Because I think, guess how much my turkey was, could have been one of the best textings this, uh, this show has I, ever had. Well, it's a bit, it's a bit church fate, isn't it? <laughs> I'm, a, I'm glad that we managed to <laughs> rouse we you with that. those smelling salts after you heard that the turkey was £89, Alan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alan's uh, not planning to spend that much on Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yes, 89 quid. Whew. 89. But, but... Before you um, think that I'm some wild fool mm-hmm. who's spending that kind of money on the turkey, yeah, what's he going to say? Um, he haggled. He haggled. I was recently. Uh, I recently received a gift. It was my end of. We we recorded a series of uh, Room One Hundred One series four, and at the end of it, it's traditional for the the the, 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 the turn, the main turn to get yeah. to get a gift from the production. I would say. Uh, it's slightly more specific than that. It's traditional for you to get a gift and there be some horrible, awkward, embarrassing tale about it on this show. <laughs> yes. Isn't it? That's the yes, well, they've got a terrible record, I'll be straight <laughs> with you. They but, have. But hey, this guess year... what, Al? We never get a gift, do we, on this no, one? True no, well, this show never ends. That's why. Where would the gap be where we get our present? Oh, that was so cruel when the Sony judges said that. <laughs> yeah, no. Anyway, mm. um, so what was my end of uh, end of... 
season present from the Room 101 team. Turkey voucher. A fresh turkey it was, voucher. It was a £100 meat <laughs> voucher. Brilliant. For that the hamster. great gift. For the hamstered uh, botcher. And providor! <laughs> and you love a voucher and the new Christmas I love a voucher, I love a turkey, I love a providor! <laughs> They've absolutely nailed yeah. that this Frank, year. Frank, you yeah. so dropped a nailed hint about it. that. I don't believe that was a coincidence. Well, we did do a record, and I don't want—I don't want to give away things that I said on the series. But oh. um, someone, um, I think it was probably uh, all over remember. the internet. Those spoilers. But, but one <laughs> of the turns was talking about um, buying gifts for men. One of the guests buying gifts for men, and I said, "Well, you get, I, for, speaking as a middle-aged man, I mm. said." I do no. And then I spoke to me like, oh, no, I like it, you gift. No, um, I didn't do that. How did that I didn't go? do that. Can I say I didn't do I didn't, that? Yeah, no, no. Like the old See, I've done stuff on here I wouldn't do anywhere else. <laughs> <laughs> you can feel privileged by that or you can feel insulted. <laughs> Thanks for that. Well, you know, that, I mean. It's our gift, Al. Mm. Yeah, I mean, how much is a radio? <laughs> anyway, um, again, not a texting. <laughs> so, um, I said, uh, well, you know, I, I want practical things like meat vouchers. I'd be very happy with it. Just, you know, off the top of my head. Uh, yes, because it's 1939. Yeah. Mm. Who wants that? And then, um, so they took me at my word and, and got wow. me a 100 quid meat voucher. But, you know, it means that I feel I can splash out on the turkey. I don't mean yeah. in a basting way. No, I mean I'm metaphorical. Not for it. Although it's good too. Yeah. And you'll get 11 back. quid back. Well, I won't oh, because he's the, what, spend about that on, um, what about this? What about sausages? And yeah, this is it. How often, how, often, how often, how often <laughs> do you get the chance to say to a butcher, <laughs> probably not. <laughs> how often do you get the chance to say, oh, and just make up the short four with sausages? I ah. mean, come on. Come Brilliant. on. Cut one in half if you have to, to make it, <laughs> to make it around Frank, 100 quid. I'm would you go over the £100? If you said, oh, actually, Frank, it's 107.28, I don't think you would. I'd spit in their face. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Now, I, I saw something the other day which I must say took me back. I, I've forgotten it had stopped. It's a bit like the thong. It had gone without me really noticing. Mm -hmm. yeah. I, saw, I saw something and I thought, I haven't seen that for ages. I saw someone pushing a car. Wow. Oh, I love that. Uh, when did that stop and why? I think I it was th about 1979. Was it? No. When I was in Birmingham, there was always people pushing <laughs> cars. I don't know if we had petrol. <laughs> I think you used to sometimes you see seven or eight people pushing a double-decker bus. <laughs> the car was often a uh, Datsun Cherry. Yeah. That they were pushing, I found. Mm. Well, I mean, I'm a bit older than you. For me, it was a, a G-registration bottle green Hillman Imp. <laughs> But no, it's it's gone. I mean, Al, you're it's you're our motor correspondent. Am I? Yeah. <laughs> Can I put that on like a business card? Uh, certainly. I'll, um, uh, I'll if you need a reference. Uh, yes. I uh, three I seven eight four three. I don't know. I've only been driving for ten, eleven years. I'm a bit of a late starter. It's a bit surprising really. you haven't had to stop for petrol. <laughs> um, well, I it hover used at to be. It used to be the, the measure of a man. A measure of a man that if you uh, saw someone pushing a car, whether you went and helped or not. Mm. That's true. You know, uh, there was a great story a few years ago that David Beckham jumped out of his car at a roundabout and pushed somebody until they got going and then just jumped back in his oh, car. Daisy's gasping. Isn't that amazing? Joking. That's brilliant. There's a man who has the confidence of having wet wipes in the glove compartment. Yeah. Yes. Right. I suppose he has someone who washes his hands. Yeah, they were in the boot. 
Yeah, <laughs> I'm personally I would. just stays in there. No, I own lovely. Lovely. I didn't miss. When was that story then? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Two so people, ago? people no, are pushing the... cars in yes. the north. But I think, I think what's happened is the um, let's I, the, the breakdown services have become more lean honourable, haven't they? Everyone's got the little card in their wallet, and they just go, oh, "I'll just phone them." You know, the yeah, but that thing just yeah. Yeah. just getting yeah. it going. How long has it been since someone said to you? Um, I can't, uh, <laughs> I can't start my car off your battery, can I, mate? Oh. And get the old jump links. <laughs> so, oh. see, that, that's why we were a community. Yeah. We're I a miss community those days. Now, yeah, exactly. But this bloke was pushing it with one hand and he was on the phone. He was like the strongest man, I love him. This Excellent. is the modern, the modern. Yeah. He's probably tweeting, I'm pushing a car. Either that or he's got a yeah. mate saying, step forward again, step forward again, <laughs> exactly. faster, 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 go. Helpline. <laughs> yeah. That's AA helpline. We think we can't actually make it, but we'll tell you how to, <laughs> how to mend that car. And then I had, um, I had another, um, well, this was a, a more negative thing. Oh. There oh, was... Yeah. It was the it was it, be, it was car based, but it started it started off um, as a doing a lot of car based stuff. Get down, you are in. That's my territory. I'm no, it is. I know. Well, you say that you've only been driving eleven years. Yeah, yeah exactly. I mean, for goodness' sake. I mean, I've been driving. I'd rather not say actually. <laughs> <laughs> I um, in our road on the Saturday night, I, I went out. and I got back, and um, I got. A, I, I wasn't driving. I got a. I got a train and and, and uh, I won't bore you anyway. Public transport ish, and uh, there was a lot of uh, young women standing in the street. What well, say a lot? Five or six mm. young, you know, teenage girls. I suppose seventeen, eighteen. Drinkers. Maybe young, sixteen, seventeen. Sorry. Drinkers. Oh, well, it's hard to tell, but they were mm. scantily clad. I mean, my first thought, and this is how I've aged. My first thought was well, they'd be better off saying their prayers, <laughs> but um, uh, there was there was a, a feeling of leeriness, oh, you yeah. know, that one associates sometimes with with, with youth the young women on a Saturday night. Yeah, and um, there was a very very loud teenage party mm-hmm. going oh. on across the road. Facebook party, maybe. <laughs> yes, and then so I went into the um, into the house and joined the bosom of my family. Yeah, as I call Kath. <laughs> and um, and then we heard this fireworks, glass yeah. breaking, and all that in the street outside. Oh, really? And of course, my first thought, as as you can imagine, is, oh no, my car. <laughs> yeah. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So I, I went outside. I was a bit tentative. I must admit. I thought about, oh, just to hell with it. I'll buy another car because mm-hmm. I could hear the voice of what I can only describe as youths. Frank, well, last mm-hmm. time I confronted you, I didn't confront them. It was through my window, mm. and they were yelling. And I just banged on the window, and it was dark inside. Admittedly, I just had a bathrobe on my hair up, and one of them I heard distinctly shout, "Look at that old man!" <laughs> <laughs> what at you? Yes. Mm. Oh, well, that's. They're very inexperienced, of course, <laughs> this young boy. Look at that old but, man. You know, Imagine I mean, what they would have said to you. But, you know, a middle-aged man confronts... Um, young girls. Well, not that... Let's ignore the girls. But middle-aged... I mean, we've all Youth, seen stories. Yeah. Middle-aged man, you know, hooded youths. Mm-hmm. It can only... Well, it can only end... There's a few ways it can end, but it can go very wrong. Yes. I, as I was leaving, Kath was getting me to sign stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
But anyway, autographs um, for eBay. And <laughs> I did, you know, signing stuff over to her. Yeah. So anyway, I went. I went out there happily. Just as I got to the door, I saw the blue flashing lights of the Brilliant. police, oh. and. Um, I stepped outside and it was all the street was like loads. All the neighbours had come out because we're quite. Oh, was David Baddiel out? I bet he was. He's a nosy neighbour. No, he was. I'd, I'd left him at the theatre. Oh. So anyway, um, it was. It's quite a posh road. I'll be honest with you. So um, You've done well. Even yeah, thanks. Yeah, Don't you know. Need to be bashful about no, it. I, I am. I'm, I'm. I'm okay with it. <laughs> um, and uh, very okay with it. Yeah. <laughs> and, and there was this this young. Um, lad who, who was taken on a bit of a football you know when people when lads get drunk they stop talking like this start talking like <laughs> this <laughs> they talk like this even though they were obviously posh uh-huh. and uh, and this guy s- said uh, we hate the police <laughs> and i thought there's so much wrong with that yeah first of all i don't like the sentiment no I mean, unless it's the band but um, <laughs> but you don't well, say. Maybe they meant the band. You don't say <laughs> the true, police yeah. when you're being no. abusive like that. You call you them. Do you, know. if you, you do if you go to a private school. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly, and that's what it was mm-hmm. like. But if you went to a private school, you shouldn't adopt the woo woo tone. Yeah. I earn that tone. <laughs> We've got no business. With, with lots of impoverish, impoverishment <laughs> and suffering. Frank, it's like we don't say no, no to drugs, we say no thank you. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And, you know, you've got to call them something like the Rosses yes. if you're going to uh, if you're gonna do That's that. No, you can't, don't, won't have that said. That's what they say. <laughs> I know, but it's I just love wrong. the police. They've been very good to me. But anyway, this policeman said to me, uh, oh, are you one of the people that complained? And I went, no, no, <laughs> get lost. <laughs> oh, it was like Nazi Germany. I was terrified. <laughs> I said, no, I just come out looking for my car. I just <laughs> I check my car's all right. And he oh. said, uh, yeah, all right, um, uh, ca- carry on. <laughs> carry on, he said. Carry on. So, uh, like, you know, like I was in, I was in the army. And, um... Frank, so you did I not speak up. out and so then they went, came for you. I know. So I went and had a look, you know, see if my car was all right. Uh-huh. God, I couldn't find it. <gasps> I could not find it. I had to walk past this copper twice. Every time he looked more suspicious. Like I'd just <laughs> come out to look at got? these girls. <laughs> oh, God, I felt like vermin. <laughs> it was so... Oh, I just, but first I thought my car's been stolen. Then I thought, I'm just going to go in anyway. I know I wouldn't have slept. You, you didn't know? have a little shorty dressing gown on, did you? No, I had, oh, I, I had a silk kimono. <laughs> <laughs> I had one of those plastic... Um, Stripper grand policewoman outfit. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Frank Skinner podcast from Absolute Radio. Want your Frank fix a little sooner? Listen live every Saturday from 8 a.m. on Absolute Radio. Across the UK on digital radio, mobile apps, and in London and the South East on 105.8 FM. Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Don't text us this morning because we aren't here. Um, we are, we recorded this a little earlier in the week um, mm. because I'm in Doncaster. All oh, right? Yeah. yeah. Frank, I cold. I feel the cold. Oh, I'm finishing. All it. the bits. Yeah. Go on, go on. Follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio. Email the show via the Absolute Radio website. You can do that. We can always look at them retrospectively, and if it's good, good ones, we love to see we'll them. We'll do them next week. Yes. I don't know how, as a as a close friend who loves you. Oh, mm. yeah, I know what you're going to tell him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a Gordon K meets Robert Mugabe slash of chocolate on the top of your lip. Yeah, I, don't I know. <laughs> I hope you're going to do. I'm saving it for later and face no. this out. Yeah. I'm not how are you going to cope with this? It's my version of sexy girl eats apple. <laughs> <laughs> 
middle-aged man eats chocolate and does he care? No. Good. Good for you. Well, good Sorry, which, for which, you. Which, is it there? It's just gone a bit Eddie Izzard with the lip liner. Mm. Mm, okay. okay. You've removed it now. Thank Lovely. you. But thanks for telling me that's um, what friends are for. Yeah. Still there. Um, <laughs> is it still there? <laughs> yeah. Lick I it. Just that big old lick. Oh, that. I yeah. don't like Alan going, lick it, <laughs> lick it. <laughs> it. makes me feel... Oh, I've had a chill. Confused. It might be because I'm in Doncaster. <laughs> it's freezing up here. So, um, <clears throat> I better tell the end of the story. So I'm wondering, oh, yeah. I'm wondering, Pass, if you, you um, any n- new readers that have joined during the news break... Um, this may be one of the most perplexing links to join on. <laughs> yes, I, I there was, was a party uh, and Frank was... Tito's party got out of looking hand. Looking at the girls. I was not looking okay. at the girls. He wasn't. I was looking for Is my car. You? I went into the street. I've got that sort of half-belching thing which people, <laughs> you know, and you sort of t- talking like that. Who wants to hear that? <laughs> Breakfast. You know what I mean? People say, like you haven't noticed. <laughs> of course we've noticed. Apologise or get out. Anyway... Um, <laughs> So, what um, about the man in Waitrose who hiccuped in my ear the other day? <laughs> <laughs> I just really? said, that's disgusting. At least it was in Waitrose. Well, it, that's what oh, I thought. It Straight for small mercy. Harder to control the hiccup. Hiccups. Why, yeah. why are you his apologist suddenly? They're not why? really hiccups, those <laughs> things, though, are they? <laughs> reverse birds. I'm only simulating now, okay. this is not real, but um, <laughs> I tell you, when I, if I go off stage um, at the end of my show, and of course I always. I'm, I'm dragged back on for an encore. Natch. I But when I go off, I have a drink of water, you know. Right. So, so and, and when I go back on, I say, oh, thanks, Sarah, very much for... <laughs> <laughs> I bet they think, oh, we wish, I wish I hadn't brought him back on now, if he's going to be like this. That's good you get the encore, so oh. it's worth the work. Anyway, so you're in the, um... Yeah. In your street, on the street yeah. where you live. So anyway, I finally, I, I thought, I must be further up my car, further up the Fair road. So I went up, I found my car. Oh. Do I have a driveway? No, I don't have a driveway. Oh, my goodness. Can I say, this is a very northern story. I found my car. <laughs> so, yeah, so I found... There's cause for I, celebration. I just forgot where I'd parked it. But there is a happy end to this story. Oh, yeah. And I remembered then that the reason it was parked a bit further up is I just couldn't find a parking space in my road. So I went right to the top of the road. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a cul-de-sac, oh, our um, road. <laughs> so I had to what? turn... What? Stop. Stop. Come on, just you can translate that. pronounce it properly. It's a dead end. <laughs> <laughs> and so I turn round, I'd park the car, but joy of joys, it is now facing towards the open road. Mm-hmm. So I don't, oh. when I get in the car, I don't have to do a, a three-point yeah. turn. That's such a, tr- I can't wait to get in the car now. Yeah. I can't wait to get in the car. So you left it there, because it's facing out. Yeah. Right. You can just get in and drive. Oh, I mean, imagine it. I do that some, oca- very occasionally. I'll reverse into a parking space on a car park. Yeah. And wherever I'm going, all the time I'm thinking, that's the hard work done. <laughs> when I get in that car, it's just freewheeling. I do find when I drive over to see you, your crescent is a tricky mistress. I yes. am not enjoying how many people are encroaching on my motor correspondent territory. <laughs> no, I know. We should, uh, we should change the subject, certainly. You but first... You two. But first... Music. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Um, so, here's a direct quote. Let's make a bit of fun of it. Uh, who said this? You can't smack naughty kids, so I make mine eat chilies instead. Jamie Oliver. Apparently, oh, you oh, can't smack. I think you still can in Scotland, though, can't you? I don't know. What, smack your children? Yeah. I hope not. Isn't that allowed? I thought that was allowed. 
thought that I was like know. a big news story years ago that you could still could smack them in Scotland. Yeah, well, mm. good thing done up there, nothing. Mm. Exactly. It's a shame it's not a texting day. We could have found that out, couldn't we? It's, I, I'm missing yeah. the readership. Anyway. I am, but I don't know about the hitting your children texting. <laughs> no. I don't know if <laughs> okay. I'd have liked, liked some of the stuff that had got me. No. I don't know, since I've got one of my own, the idea of, of striking him I find abhorrent. No. Mm. I, I mean, I, I haven't struck any of mine. Wait till he's 15 and but, um, smelly. Well, then he'll be hitting me, presumably. Yeah. <laughs> but Jamie Oliver said it's not very popular beating but I'll be in kids a chair, anymore. So. Yeah. Sorry? He said it's not very popular beating kids anymore. It's not very fashionable and you're not allowed to do it. And and if you're a celebrity chef like me, it does not look very good in the paper, so you need a few options. I, I <laughs> like being, that he said that. He's been light-hearted. He I think he is. I, yeah. I, like, I like Oliver. He's, uh, oh, yeah. he's been a laugh, you know, he's tongue-in-cheek, often, actually. So what did he do, um, Al? He, uh, he smeared scotch bonnet pepper onto uh, some slices of apple. Scotch bonnet gave them pepper? Which, FYI, well, I'll tell you, they're, has a heat hot, rating ooh, of 100,000 to 300,000. Very popular. On the cheerometer. Yeah, the exactly. A heat rating. <laughs> What's that mean? Wait, 2,000 what? <laughs> Kilohertz. It means if she was a bit older, when she tasted that bit of apple, she would have definitely said a swear word. Oh, but really? at her age, she probably didn't. Is it kilohertz? Because that's how much it hurts. <laughs> I know exactly what she said. Because I read the story. Say? She said it tastes peppery. Well, mm. and he said he was in the corner laughing, <laughs> and his wife had a go at him. Why, yeah, I don't know why he felt anymore. he had to go into the corner in his <laughs> own house. Yeah, <laughs> he was in the corner. Yeah, but why? Why did that? Well, maybe make it was her? to maybe it was to disguise the fact that he had played this prank on her. Perhaps he was yeah, but wouldn't to you watch be? I unfold. don't know. But in my house, if somebody suddenly went into a corner, I'd think, mm. what are they up to? <laughs> yeah, I think corner. no one puts me yeah, in the corner. Yeah, nobody, nobody puts Jamie in the corner. <laughs> That's what they say. What about what one of the people, the Daily Mail uh, commenter said? I know we don't want, like to dwell on them too much. On the it's a bit route one, but there was one I enjoyed. Go on. You can imagine they had stuff to we'll say. Give about you, we'll give you a. Dispensation. Thank you for the dispensation. Uh, someone said, uh, this could put a child off sweet or savoury foods for life. <laughs> that would be that would be inhibiting, wouldn't it, <laughs> to be put off both sweet and savoury. Yeah. That would be what I'd pop- call a result. Sweet and sour popcorn, of course, would be his nightmare now, I come to think yeah. about it. Mm. I think, well, the good thing about this, he's a chef, isn't he? So he knows yeah. what he's doing as far as dosage and that is, is concerned. And she it's was like, 12. It's like I use tickling as a, as a punishment. But you yeah. see, laughter is my business. Yes. So I know how so far I, I can go. You know You've got that printed on your cards. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> laughter is my business. <laughs> It is my business, there's no getting round it. (laughs) (laughs) I know you don't want to hear it set out, but it's true and that's that. You know, just face it. All right? Get under it. Um, Yeah, that's I'm going to say that now, deliberately, get under it. Get under it. Get over it. Let me know how that goes. Because I don't like to encourage uh, climbing. No. So if somebody says, oh, I don't don't think you're like, oh, get under it. (laughs) Okay, what do you think? Yeah, I'm, I think it's. Let us know how it goes. That's, I'm, I'm disappointed for someone where laughter is your business. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, just because it's my business, I'm entitled to a, a, a small tea break. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Jamie Oliver, we were discussing, who mm. I noticed in the article I read at least. It says that him and his wife have a combined wealth of £240 million. Wowza. Combined wealth. I think she's got 120 quid's worth of premium bonds. <laughs> <laughs> Never know, though. 
the joy of the premium one. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. You what go. do you think of the chili apple, though? Do you do? Would you do the naughty step with Buzz, for example? Oh, uh, well, you see, um, does he know the naughty Kath step? Dabbled with the naughty step. How did it work? Oh. I. Um, I don't know. No, but like what about it. for Buzz? Yeah, no, no, but it was for it was for Buzz. <laughs> and I uh I didn't like it. It felt a bit um of a of a humiliation. It felt a bit medieval to me, the naughty step. No. So I've I never used the naughty step. I have used it myself I, in an argument. Mm-hmm. Um I can't give you the exact phrase um that I you call it. Not broadcastable. It, no. It's to do with um I can't even do that. So let's say one of the smelly smelly areas. (laughs) One of the smelly areas of the uh, anatomy. And uh, I call it the that step, the uh uh-oh step, because if I'm being a bit of a uh uh-oh, I think sometimes a good way to stop, because sometimes you realise you're being a uh uh-oh, and you think, oh, I'm being one now, but I'm I'm lost in it, I have to keep being one. I've, what I do know is I go and sit on the oh, step and it, it seems right. to um, break the mood. Oh, and also it's an admission, you know, a confession. That's an anecdote for um, Absolute Filth, shall we? <laughs> yeah, well, at 11 o'clock. <laughs> no, but I think it's... No, I know I, what you I mean. I think it's anyone who's having um, relationship yeah. problems should maybe consider that as an option. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And parentally speaking, I find, uh, I find the naughty step is a... It's a mixed... It's a mixed success with it. Like, kids actually quite like the naughty step if there is an adult bag nearby and you go right you're on the naughty step time out for you for three minutes yeah. and then you come back and they're just rooting through stuff having a right old time loving it oh that kind of adult bag yeah like if there's like my I was wife's bag and say, say that about Saturday mate. You, know, you come back and there's, uh, <laughs> they spent three minutes just finding murray mints or something you know oh, that's a great that, old yeah, time yeah they've been, they've been can I Pulling just ask a question yes. you, you can see flashing lights as well can't you I'm not having an annual do you know what Who flashing that? lights is <laughs> Who what is that I'll happening? tell you what it is the, fla- the studio has flashing lights it does doesn't it I'm right. Yes, it does. Oh, good, thank God this for that. This is because uh, Kiss the police, FM... the Kiss FM, oh, doing groovy. A- <laughs> yes. Or Austin Powers. Can you record that as uh, a new station? <laughs> yeah. Do they ever say... And, oh, and you're listening to <laughs> FM. Do they ever do that? No, it's horrible. <laughs> okay. um, so, groovy Kiss FM... Yeah. ...are doing a photo shoot. Is that right, Daisy? Some of the presenters... They get asked to do photo shoots. Well, wow. that's all very well. In the zoo. I wouldn't mind, but if this was a news item, I would have been warned. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That yeah. this contains flash photography. I'm sitting there. That's I true. mean, I have no idea what it's doing to my, um... I don't know, you know, if I'm... Rating. If I'm... Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. We might get glaucoma like Bono. Oh, my That'd goodness. be terrible. Then we'd have to wear those big, um, <laughs> eye... Um, big eye uh, Fly eye things. Yeah. <laughs> fly eye. Touch the sky. Yes. Um... I think we'll play some music now. I'm uh, there's, there's just a thin trail of blood coming out of both <laughs> of my ears. <laughs> the Frank Skinner Show. Listen live every Saturday morning from eight on Absolute Radio. So the um, the whole punishing children thing. I uh, I've decided that it might actually be beneficial to take PE at my school punishment, where if kids misbehaved, they had to do like squat thrusts or press-ups. Oh, yeah. You know, you'd, mm. your PE teacher, invariably somebody Welsh, would be like, give me ten, give me ten push-ups. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and so if, I think... If you said give me five, that'd be very confusing. That would be, yeah, and there'd be too many high really fives. already in trouble, then he gives I, them some. I would say that would be quite groovy. 
Yes, you're probably right. Mm. But wouldn't it be good if I could get my kids doing press-ups when they just... Uh, would when they Well, they'd be... Well, they're going to end up stronger when they're a bit older. Yeah, but it's got to be a see, health But you see what you're setting up here. The naughtier they are, the stronger they will be. Is that the combination you want? They'll be able to mm. tear you apart when they're 60. Yes, I think... Oh. Well, that what? might be quite good for them, though, eh? You'd be better if they were very, very good punishing them with press-ups so they'll be looking after themselves when they go out in school and get inevitably bullied oh, for being good. good. Yeah, See, we used to have to, if, for example, if the transgression was something like, I don't know, we fell asleep at a dinner party because we were seven or something. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's say it was something like that. Yeah, which is, you know... My... Or another thing that we used to get in trouble for is if we said something like invite instead of invitation. Because invite wow. is an American corruption, my father used to say. Yes. Wow. So, we no, we genuinely would have to write letters of apology... To the wrong, we had to do it to the neighbours, to the wronged party. To the English language. <laughs> what, if you'd said invite? No, not in that case, but once, for example, we were a bit rude to the neighbours. Mm-hmm. Um, hold, on, hold on a minute. In what, can you give us more details? Um, your dad wouldn't have liked that. <laughs> <laughs> you can't say details. That is such an American corruption. Yeah. I think we put, um, we, were get, we were obsessed by tricks at the time. And we sprayed a bit of custard pie foam on their windows. Oh, okay. It's a bit rude. Yeah, it's a bit naughty, that. So we had to write an apology. It was a bit like um, when people are in AA, I believe they write letters to people, don't they? Uh, I don't know, I didn't do AA. Okay. I used the Roman Catholic Church. Did you? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we don't do the letters thing. Just just cash. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so... uh, I, my brother, I remember my mum hit our Keith with a, a broom and broke his thumb. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty strict, isn't it? That's fairly strict. I think he was threatening to leave home and it was a, it was a, a very extreme well, anti, it was an anti-hitchhiking <laughs> measure. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, uh, I remember it caused quite a, I mean, he cried like a child, well, he was a child. <laughs> it, yeah, like, she was, um, she was full of regret. Once she was full of it. Mm. She was about, say, a quarter full with mm-hmm. it. <laughs> but, yeah, that was quite shocking. I mean, I, I, I'm i glad those days have gone, aren't you? Mm. Yeah. I mean, the broom. Now we've got yes. vacuum cleaners to hit them with. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> or the new-new, as uh, my son calls it. What, the Hoover? Yeah. Really? I think the key is that you give them a friendly name and then they're not frightened of them anymore because you used to be quite scared of the Hoover. Right. Oh, is that right? Yeah. I noticed Kat's been scared of it for many years. My <laughs> 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 <Not> wife. <laughs> yeah. Is it my wife? <laughs> Put it in the sink. I will, love. Where is the sink? <laughs> yes. yes. I'll say she's right. a bad cook, but she uses a smoke alarm as timer. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, that's it. We're off. <laughs> Vaudeville, ladies and gentlemen. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. I think it's time for a little journey. <laughs> See that wasn't that a belch at the end? Oh, no. okay. Do you think Sorry. she belched? She. <laughs> she. I'm sitting here. Yeah, okay. Yeah, who's she? The cat's mother. I meant in terms of the recording. I say the cat's... Is it the cat's mother? Yes. That's what people say. Yeah, but why do they say I that? Is that know. some of your encore material? Yeah. <laughs> when you've done right. your... My that's wife some, doesn't use the... That's a bit more my, uh, <laughs> <routine>. <laughs> <laughs> Laughter is my business tea break material. 
<laughs> why, Frank, why don't you get some merch printed up with Laughter Is My Business? Oh, you must have loads of No, I don't, I'm, an, just, I'm anti-merch. Just Sweets Are is you? not going to take off, yeah. let's be honest. I am anti- I'm fervently That's anti-merch. you had a lot of merch in the, in the days gone by. I, I was always forced into merch and I didn't like right. it. I prefer gold and frankincense. Yes. <laughs> How do you prefer... Wouldn't it be great if the three kings had bought gold, frankincense and merch, <laughs> all from pret a <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, what emails then? Oh yeah, okay. Yes, indeed. Let's start with Carl Gould. Okay. He says, uh, "Dear, well, he says, messieurs. Does he mean messers? I think mm, messieurs. Skinner, Cochrane, and the delightful Miss M. I think he means messers. I think you got to admit we are messers. Yes. When it comes down to it. I'm not sure <laughs> I understand the difference, but I don't know how French guys. You guys have been parading your French about this show, haven't you? Don't mm. got. I don't. Well, I have. I don't got it. I barely got English. (laughs) I thought of another onomatopoeic shoe, because we were discussing onomatopoeic shoes, weren't we? Is this you talking, or...? um... No, this is Carl Gould. Okay, Carl Gould, of course. Mm -hmm. Uh, What were some of the examples, Frank? I can't remember what the Flog. Well, flip-flop was the one I I, um, mentioned. for a long time tried to make slipper an onomatopoeic shoe, didn't he? No, no. A lot of... We had text... It we had so creepy. Oh, yeah. creepy. Well, I think the one that was uh, went a bit borderline was Wellington. <laughs> 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 and uh, galoshes, people texted in galoshes. Yeah, they, sound yeah. like, <laughs> they sound a bit like a friend of mine said ski. My, uh, Does ski count? Ski boots. Mm. Ski. Yes, you it's say quite that. good. But what about my? Uh, pop, pop. I got a, I got a pair of. Well, that was awful. Snowshoes. <laughs> <laughs> but the shoes aren't cool. Brilliant. That was me at my laughter is my business best. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> T-shirts still available. Laughter is my foyer. business is limb as well. L I M B. Why could did be the you name get some T-shirts? I could help It could you be out. limb. It could be out on a limb with Frank Skinner. <laughs> out on a laughter is my business. <laughs> if I was to come out as homosexual and and laughter is my business, that'd be the best slogan. Out on a limb. I mean, if you come out as a homosexual, it might ruin some of your my wife doesn't do the hoovering jokes. But well, I, don't <laughs> I don't think that would stop it. Come on, Oscar Wilde, he had two kids! <laughs> That's what people always say about... Do they? Yeah, people say he's a bit of... A, no, it's not, I think he's married, but... Yeah, Oscar Wilde, he had two kids. <laughs> I'm smoking. In case you can't see it, I'm, I'm actually yeah. doing smoking mine. OK. Anyway, so Carl Gould has come up with another <laughs> onomatopoeic shoe. Yes. And it is the Ugg boot. Yeah. He says. What, where do we stand on that? Does he mean because you see them and go, ugh? Yes. Maybe. I think possibly. that's it. Is that what he means? And when you say, where do we stand on Ugg boots, usually on the uh, collapsed heel, isn't oh, it? Oh, the it's collapsed heel. Um, I hate <laughs> to say it's it what funny? you get with the fakes. Is it? So, yeah. Oh, is it? I know where you've been going, my friend. Oh, no, I haven't got any Ugg boots. <laughs> you don't see... Yeah. I bet Mrs Cockrell's got a few faux I bet you've got, no, I bet you've got no, Ugg no. boots at home. I haven't got any Ugg boots. If I had Ugg boots, I'd happily wear them in the house. Also, yeah. I'm, I'm wearing a particularly modish suit today, and I don't think it would go with Ugg boots, would it? Well, I, I don't be. know. Ron, Ronnie Wood used to be—he mm. used to be a genuine face, <laughs> and he wears a, a male Ugg. Does he? Why have you got uh, a suit today? Is it a d- the defendant type scenario? No, I've got a—I've got a—I've got a gig this evening. Okay, fine. Nice, oh, reasonably shiny one. Lovely. I love it. Yeah, I love it. Nice, sat- nice Saturday night gig. Yeah, yeah. I love a nice <laughs> Saturday night nice gig. See how, see how I did that. <laughs> Nice. Oh, excellent work. Truly, and both laughter and chronology is my business. <laughs> Not such a good a limb. That's blown the whole limb <laughs> thing out the window. Yeah, but you could get some nice... Uh, well, I have, I have a different thing. I, I, I'm gonna, we'll play some music, but I, I feel differently about the org, I must say. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner.
Absolute Radio. Now, I've, um, I mean, I think, uh, and I don't wish to say this in a salacious way, but I think uh, a, a skirt and an old boot looks fantastic. Mini skirt? Yeah. Okay. Denim. Denim mini skirt, ideally. Oh, and an old quite, boot. Quite specific. Sort of, you know, it's more of a... Oh, it's a bit Pammy Anderson, isn't it? Yeah, oh, well, now, Pammy so An- Anderson, do you remember that she got into trouble with the uh, the old boot thing? Oh, did she? Because they said uh, it was like uh, animal rights people attacked oh. her a bit for wearing old boots. Why would they do that? Isn't it just sheepskin? It's, yeah, sheepskin. Yeah. Skin? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You have to kill them to get that off. Otherwise, right. if you just take the skin off while they're alive, they drop to you bits. You can get humanely destroyed. You can get ones where it's just fallen off, but I think it takes a not while. Not the skin. Oh, the actual skin. It's not. It's not like the wool. It's the whole. It's the yeah, skin. Yeah, yeah. Well, were people complaining because she looked like mutton dressed as lamb? Is that the trouble? <laughs> Absolutely outrageous. <laughs> I mean, how unfair. No, she. Um, I. Uh, she said, and this is an actual quote from Pamela Anderson. When, when she was pulled up on this, she said, I thought they were shaved kindly. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Wow, a bit but, filthy. I mean, ignorance is no defence in a court of law. I thought that as well, so how dare you? No, but the normal... Yeah, I did I, think that. I have to say the normal defence mm-hmm. is, I think you'll agree, that people say, well, they eat sheep anyway. That's yeah, true, yeah. That's what so they do say. Because they eat sheep, it's OK. Mm-hmm. What do you say? I say, why is it then the exact opposite with human beings? If I killed somebody, people would say, that's, that's ruined this career, that's quite bad. If I ate them, it wouldn't make it a better crime, it would make it a worse one. <laughs> no, you're Where's right. the justice in that? Well. <laughs> no, I want to know. <laughs> and, and yet again, I'm missing the texting <laughs> opportunity. Oh, but where's the justice is, in that? Where's the justice in if that I one, bat a, If yeah. I battered a big fish to death with, a, let's say, a beer bottle... <laughs> It's like but, work, yeah, but, well, this is like working with gaunty. But I ate it. <laughs> People would say that's fine. Yeah. Again, fresh, I put it to exciting, I think If I was a murderer who, who um, cannibalised, yeah, I'd be. Yeah. That, let's say, oh no, that's worse. That's even worse. Susie, how many pictures are these kiss people taking? They're still at it, Frank. Interesting social... I think they've heard a bit of this conversation (laughs) and they're frightened to come out of their uh, room. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, fancy you being horrible about Pammy. I have a slight feeling that that, uh, Daisy's gone into uh, a panic. It's the end of the... uh, (laughs) What does that say? It's the end of the worry. It's the end of the world. world. as we know it. The end of the world. It's a fine song by the R.E.M. Oh, sorry, I thought you were just um, reacting to the conversation about capitalism. <laughs> <laughs> Skinner, Dean and Cochrane. Together, The Frank Skinner Show. Absolute radio. Don't text us this morning... This is a pre-recorded show for laughter, <laughs> dial one, <laughs> for music, dial two. Now, um, you follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio, email the show via the Absolute Radio website. We will read them retrospectively, and if, uh, if we, we love them, we'll, we'll do them next week. I like the War of the Worlds quality to that broadcast. Yeah. It was mm. excellent. Thanks very much. I the chances of anyone coming from Mars are a million to one, they said. Ooh. Those CDs available in the foyer? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
after the laughter is my business tour. <laughs> I never thought I'd say this on this show, but I would like to talk about Doctor Who. What? <laughs> Yowza. I'll tell you what, it's because it involves interiors, a subject dear to my heart. Oh, does what it involve TARDIS interiors? It does, Frank. Yes. It involves, uh, I'm going to call him one of your colleagues, PCAP. Oh, yes, PCAP has spoken. Oh, he has. He was doing a talk. He was giving a talk. I think he's being interviewed by Mark Gatiss, mm -hmm. who's tweeted the show and is thus sort of an FOS, really. He's tweeted the show? Mark Gatiss has, yeah. Is that right? Mm. Friend of the show. I think you were on holiday or something. Was it BC before Cockerell? No, it was Might during Cockerell. No, it was recent. Oh, OK. Um, anyway, uh, he was addressing... It was a lesbian and gay charity event. Mm -hmm. And he was addressing fans. And PCAP discussed the TARDIS and implied that he'd like to give it a makeover. He said, it's Matt's TARDIS. Yes. And then yes. he said he favoured the 60s roundels. Nice. Which I thought would be very... That's your era, Frank. How oh, dare you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. A, a lot of people yearn for the roundels, mm. I must say. Mm -hmm. I kind of like the fact that Matt Smith went a bit... He went steampunk. He went all brassy. Yes. Pipe. Did that thing, you know, when they all wear brass goggles in steampunk. Yes. yes. Yeah. Which I did like. But he has changed a bit. There's a bookcase that wasn't there before. And, Is that uh, right? And a, and a chalkboard. I mean, oh, he's... I hadn't noticed that. Mm. Did you notice that, Emily, in this series? Not in this series. No, you hadn't spotted no. the chalkboard or the bookcase. Well, I, um, when I was on set... <laughs> oh, this, no. Actually, I, I, um, I myself interviewed, um, PCAP this week. Did you? Did you? What yeah, and, uh, and Jayco. Who's Jayco? Jenna Coleman. Jenna Coleman. Oh! Yeah, I'm trying to see if I can do it with the other ones, but I don't know if it works. Um, Mitch Gom. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that? Mitch Gom, Michelle Gomez. <laughs> Doesn't work um, at all. Samand, Sam good. Anderson. I was getting into Cybermen now. And no, no, he oh. was he was the love interest. He did become a Cyberman. Oh. That's true. Oh, and, I got it right. And Stephen well and Stephen Moffat, who writes the whole show. I interviewed the five of them. Steam off. Yeah, steam off. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, that's what Peter Capaldi said about the look of the TARDIS yes. interior. Steam off. And then Stephen Moffat ran in with a pen so, and paper questions. This is script change. Why were you interviewing them? <laughs> no offence, but. Well, oh, it's not, no, I, you were the perfect choice. He's one of them now. He's one mm. of them. The Series 8 uh, DVD oh. uh, is, is coming out on Monday, in fact. And so. Um, Kaching. Yeah. Oh, you're in it. I don't, yeah, but I don't get any extra, but I I, I, I'm just glad it exists. He will be selling it at his stand up gigs, though, because he's anti merch, but he's pro the doctor. That'd be good. Yeah, but it was great. They showed a, they showed a, one of the DVD extras was um, at the world tour when they all they went off round the tour uh, the world oh, on yeah. a Don't tour. They do that all the time. <laughs> and, uh, no, no, they, oh. they launched the show. There was one oh. great clip I loved. It was this uh, Brazilian young Brazilian girl saying, "You know, it's so good that Doctor Who come to us, and you know, not much Doctor Who in Brazil. So good." It was quite. She got quite emotional, and then she said. Uh, well, a bit which I, I felt very moving. She mm. said, now we can buy official products. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, how lovely. <laughs> how lucky we are here. But no, it was a very uh, fabulous event. I'll show you uh, I'll show you the photo. Well, I, I also have a TARDIS question. Hold on. Oh. You can answer just, I, have, I, have, I have an obligation to play a certain amount of music okay. on the show. But let me show you my photo, then we'll talk. I'll talk TARDIS until um, the Santarans come home. <laughs> Absolute. Absolute, Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I have to say, at, at one point, um, 
PCAP was uh, signing uh, like postcards with his picture on, and I said, that, oh, could I get one of those? And he said, yeah, yeah, of course. He said, is it too? I said, um, <laughs> me? Oh, you didn't. I did, yeah. Oh, Frank, that's so embarrassing. Well, I wasn't and embarrassed. I think it's quite touching at the same time. Did he manage to write it even with his arthritic claw hand on your behalf? Easy. <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> did you, Frank, did you, yes. did you sign any Perkins for people? Do, you ever, do people come out of country and say, can you sign it to... That happened the Perkins. week after he was on it. Do you remember when we finished the show? We got doorstep. Yeah, but that was eBay. Yeah, but I don't sign it as Perkins. You don't? No. Oh, I think you should start. Oh, I signed... Um, it's an odd thing. I came out of a gig the other night, and there was uh, a guy waiting outside, mm -hmm. and uh, I don't think he'd been in. You know these ones that wait outside yeah. and haven't been in? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, he had quite a big... I mean, a big framed portrait of, um, of, of P-Cap. You know, life-sized. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And he said, would you sign this? It was fretted a big ornamental frame and that on it. And I said, well, and he said, and he got a few Doctor Who people had signed it. So I signed it and I noticed it had got eye holes in it. <laughs> <laughs> Where the eyes were. Now what? What on earth? What he and his wife do in the privacy of well, their bedroom? Well, I mean, uh, yeah. I, I was a bit... <laughs> Well, it's a bit frightened by <laughs> it. Is it going to hang in a stately home where there's some sort of, you know, murder mystery weekend and oh, things are going to get fun, out of hand? It? A stately home with a massive framed Doctor Who picture. That sounds... Well, it's not necessarily Doctor Who. He's played, played other... Oh, so it was a P-cap not, not in Doctor Who. Well, actually, I, what, I mean, it was it's clearly. just a general oh. P-cap. It was him as Doctor Who. Imagine, yeah, yeah. imagine if it was Perkins general, with eye holes. That would be specialist interest. No yeah, offence. <laughs> General Peacap sounds like someone who ran an African Republic in the eighties. <laughs> Big friend of Thatcher, yeah. <laughs> oh, one, of my, yeah. one of my grandfathers, probably. Uh, oh, I, I, oh, I had a childish it. question out. Oh yes, Sorry. yes. Go on. My childish question was, Frank. Mm. It's always bothered me. This. I understand what it stands for. I understand. I know it's that blue police box thingy. Mm. Mm -hmm. Why did they make it that? Why couldn't they make it something that was eternally relevant, like a tree or something? Something that could move through time. Yeah. Well, Do you understand me? Good because call. good call. The tar the whole um, one of the great um, gifts of, of the TARDIS technology. This one going out steep hole. It has it has <laughs> a sort of a chameleon thing. So wherever the TARDIS lands, mm. it changes um, to suit the environment, so it doesn't get right. get recognised. Oh. So it landed in 1960s uh, London, early mm. 60s. So it I'm turned, just going to the loo. Hold it, I'm going to quickly. Turn into a police box. But yes. then something went wrong with the Carmelian technology yes. and he couldn't get it to change back. Right. So it's oh. stuck. So I know even though it looks completely out of place, it is forever trapped as okay. a police box. Oh. There you go. I'm so glad I asked that. Yeah. I like I liked the fact no, that I do find Peter Capaldi uh, said that he would like it to go back to the Roundels one, and I thought, wouldn't it be a great episode for the writers to think about perhaps having the Doctor himself redecorating? Where <laughs> you've yes. devoted a whole episode where yes. he was just going, well, I'm not sure I want the Eames chair next to <laughs> that... Uh, hyper missile firing thing he doesn't really fire missiles you probably know some of the gadgets and might be me as an interior so, decorator saying well <laughs> i don't think i'll go there <laughs> i'll do it i'll do it yes. Yes. i'll do it to be back in it i'll do it that'd be great do you know if they did interior design in doctor who i'd watch it in a heartbeat i don't think they can blend that many programs heartbeat as well <laughs> come on did they do it's it like in a heartbeat countdowns on <laughs> what thing? about if he had it redesigned like a heartbeat <laughs> that'd be good <laughs> <laughs> what? 
Oh, that was a good one, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Blimey, hold on. Oh, lovely little actor. Yeah, he's Thank still you. got I it. I am available. I am available. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you said that twice, that you were hypnotising me. <laughs> with your availability. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Yeah, another thing that Peacap said, which I thought was a very good point, mm. he said that when um, the Doctor goes back and sees monsters that have appeared in, like, in earlier versions of, yeah. of the mm-hmm. programme, sometimes, like, the Daleks appeared, like, you know, 63. Mm. Yeah. Um, or, or certainly early 64. And uh, he said, uh, why, have they, why have they changed? Why don't they look like those, you know, oh, those yeah. sort of those sort of robber monster things? That they, how come they've got suddenly got high tech? They should look exactly like yeah. they used to look. That'd yeah. be good, wouldn't it? Oh, I love it. If That'd they give look him like quite the advantage, though, wouldn't it? If he was the Doctor from today's Doctor Who and he was against <laughs> Daleks from yesterday's, it'd just Doctor pull him apart with his bare hands. Exactly. <laughs> 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 like, from old cornflake packets and like, got a spray <laughs> silver on. It'd be like opening a soft centre quality street. <laughs> Some poor old actor in there. Yes. Oh, oh, it's a shame, that. isn't it? I love that. They did oh. all right on the repeats, though. Guess what I haven't talked about. I wanted to tell you about this Hang last on, can week. can we guess? That could take up quite a chunk of the show. <laughs> well, I wanted to talk about it last week, uh, but you both had things to say, apparently. More, <laughs> more exciting than me going to the Hunger Games premiere. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, I took my niece Mimi. I'll tell you what I did. I used Absolute Radio headquarters as my changing area. Often do. You know, do, I always do this. <laughs> I know, it is, it is just a, it's a wardrobe to you. I put my Roland Murray dress on and I said Your to Your what dress? Roland Murray. I thought you said running away dress. <laughs> <laughs> Something you used thought, to put on when you were seven. I thought she said rolling away. I was thinking maybe that's a dress that's pretty roomy that she has yeah. put on. Or a Dalek dress. <laughs> <You know>. <laughs> 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 no, my Roland Murray. Okay. And <laughs> is I, he? Is he? Uh, he's good. Is he? Oh, he's fabulous. He's oh. fabulous. I do, said. Do you wear him with uh, with eels? With eels. <laughs> <laughs> with eels. Murray. More eel. You see. Oh, I see. Okay. Okay. Another, another team, right? <laughs> no, it was great. <laughs> it, it was good for your tour. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, um, what colour was it? I want to picture you now. Well, it was black. Okay. But very is, was chic. Was it an LBD? Yes, I'd call it an LBD. Oh, okay, fair. Well, got you. Little, little zip up the back, a bit Kardashian. Okay, easy. <laughs> <laughs> well, a zip, would, would she risk a zip? a zip, Kardashian? Well, it is a risk sometimes with that zip. It is a risk for me, but mm-hmm. I braved it. I said to the security guard, I said, will you zip me up, babe? You didn't. I did, I was You're desperate. You're kidding me. I was desperate. That's the best thing that that's <laughs> ever happened to that bloke in his life. <laughs> He mostly accepts parcels from delivery drivers. <laughs> yeah. Now he's zipping up the back of a Roland Moritz. Yeah. He, I mean, he does accept gifts, but not wow. uh, not, not this bloke. Well, yep. He must have just loved... What, he saw your bra strap, he- the security <laughs> man. But he hesitated when his wife said, how was work today when he got home? Yeah. He was very obliging. Yeah. Do you, you didn't honestly do that. I did. I said, can you zip me up, babe? <laughs> I mean, it wasn't right down at the, no, at the bottom. No, I'm not suggesting he saw any... It was halfway uh, up. Elastication. No. <laughs> but he must <laughs> have saw your bra strap. Uh, spoiler alert, there wasn't any. <gasps> but, um, oh, <laughs> goodness <laughs> gracious. I... Richard Madeley on it. <laughs> I've dislocated... I, I, I've... 
I've dislocated both shoulders <laughs> with a squirm of embarrassment. <laughs> I'm like Houdini. I could get I could get out of this room to the letterbox at the moment. <laughs> I'm I'm gelatine from the waist up. Oh dear, dear! Oh, we have to have some music, and I'll. Okay. Can you, Alan? Can you uh, run me down with a cold flannel? <laughs> no problem. Skinner, Dean, and Cochran together. The Frank Skinner Show. Absolute Radio. So, I'm on my way to the Hunger Games premiere. Can I just say I don't I've know what the Hunger Games? I don't know the Hunger Games at all. My it's a thing that the they play day. in um, Emily's office. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it's a thing who I play eat, on the motorway. Can like, eat the least. How many services can I go before I have to stop for Marks and Spencer's? Guess what? I always win. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, it's a, it's you a trilogy know what of films. The, the Hunger Games are. I, Jennifer Lawrence. I'm aware of the uh, concept, but I've seen none of it. And it's my wife like, said the other day, maybe I should start watching that. Did you ever see Death Race 2000? Nope. It's like that. Oh, okay. Good. <laughs> California man. If you can imagine a reality TV got to the point point where people were hunting each other down and right. and, and, and yes. killing them in mm. order to win a competition on you know, it's like that. Yeah, very, very well explained. Thank Frank. you. It feels a bit like Michael Owen chatting to Barry Norman right now, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I've only seen eight films. <laughs> God, yeah. God. <laughs> One of them is Steve Biscuit, as we all know. Indeed. Go on. Anyway. When I see Biscuit, I eat it. <laughs> Very good. Hey. <laughs> so, I leave Absolute Radio. I'm going mm-hmm. into quite a lot of detail. Leave Absolute Radio? <laughs> <laughs> to go to the premiere. It's close, but not that close. And I've got the heels, so I have to put the flip-flops on to run to the premiere in the roller moray. Oh, it's raining. On a matter oh, no. peak. Mimi, my niece, has to hold my shoes. <laughs> my patent Rupert Sanderson. What was she wearing on her feet? Oh, you know, trendy, big, clumpy shoes. That oh, that's wear. all right. Then that's, cool. see, that's a sensible thing about yeah. the young girl. She mm-hmm. held the shoes. We went running through the street. We got there. We were running slightly late. Um, security guard had taken a bit too long over the dress. And I bet. Got mm. to the ba- got to the barriers. I couldn't get in. I said, "Excuse me, I'm, I'm meant to be going in." There was people screaming, "Stanley, Stanley Tucci, Jennifer, okay. Jennifer Lawrence." I couldn't get in. I said to a policeman, Emily! "How do I get in?" <laughs> Nobody shouted. Emily. No. Oh. I said, "How do I yeah, get in?" Mimi did. <laughs> <laughs> I'd abandon her to get to the party. Yeah, she had blisters <laughs> on her feet. She's soaking wet. <laughs> I'd abandon her to get to the party. Anyway, so the police... I said, how do I get in? The policeman said, you'll have to just push on through, love. Good advice. <laughs> to me? Do I look the kind of person that pushes on through? Did he say, move along, sir? <laughs> <laughs> he didn't but say. But... Push on through. Yeah, I pre-prepared, because I noted... Early, th- last year you had to queue for about an hour to get in because you have to hand your phone in because they don't trust that you're not going to record the movie or take photographs and all When you say last year, do you mean the, the previous Hunger Games? Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. And um, so I'd thought I was dreading that queue. Mm-hmm. I saw on Twitter that a friend of Cathy's and mine, uh, Richard, I think you're familiar with him. He's oh, an yes. agent, yes. I saw Richard tweeted a picture of his tickets. And mm. along with the tickets, the premier tickets, was a wristband saying "phone okay to enter," and I thought, "Why well, haven't I got one of those?" Uh-oh. So, I got straight on the phone to the film company. I said, "I think there's been a terrible mistake. The phone okay pass has been left out of my ticket allocation." Brilliant. They answered the phone <laughs> mid premiere. No, not mid premiere. This is earlier in the day. This is earlier in the day. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, they said, "I'm terribly sorry," and the pass came straight over. Can I, I just... had no business having one. 
Can it's I for just talent tell, and agents. Can I just tell Frank a little story? Yes. Um, Emily Dean came to my uh, Soho <laughs> theatre show on Saturday <laughs> night. Oh, OK. And I did. Unbeknown to her, the bar, after 11pm, which is when my show comes down, <laughs> operates a, uh, we're only serving people who've got tickets for the show. Yeah. So can you imagine the look <laughs> on her face when after a show... She was asked for a ticket at the bar. Yeah. Have you got your ticket? And she looked at them as if to go, I don't have a ticket before the show. <laughs> How I dare you ask? I've I, ripped it up if I ever had one. I think so I might have, have a ticket. You have to have a ticket for your show to drink at the bar. After it, after Must it. Must have been easy a, to get it served. It's a licensing <laughs> thing. <laughs> Ouchie. <laughs> They're buying in rounds. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. Uh, anyway, so I'm at the Hunger Games premiere. Mm. Having a marvellous time. You got in there. Well, I got my wristband for phone okay. Okay. I was so late by the time I flashed it, it went, no, you don't need that anymore, love, it's fine. You just go straight mm. to Embarrassing. We had a great evening. Great. Um, there was a, at the party, which is obviously why one goes, really. Can I ask a question? Is, um, Mimi's old enough to see Hunger Games, is she? Yes. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. What 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 uh, certificate is it? Well, it's some sort of test. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> Do you represent the British Board of well, Film Censors? It's, it's quite a violent. Um, I haven't seen this no. this new one, but um, the first one. I was believe in exposing them to violence. Um, I was more thank interested you, Jamie. in. Um, <laughs> I was more interested in whether or not there were canapes at the Hunger Games. <laughs> yeah, it would have seemed so wrong, wouldn't would, it? Would, would, yeah. Well, there, there were burgers at the Hunger well, Games. There. Yum. Yeah. They were pinned to the walls by arrows. <laughs> <laughs> we were standing in the VIP area. Mm. I say VIP, anyone could kind of walk in, really. Mm-hmm. But we're standing, and there's Donald Sutherland sitting down. What? Stanley Tucci, who I know you're a friend of, but still very exciting for yeah, you to see exciting. him. Yeah, very exciting. And Mimi suddenly says, Oh, my God! Oh, my God! I said, what? She went, look who it is! <laughs> I said, who? Oh, my God, he's a YouTuber! Oh, oh no, not a YouTube yeah. sensation. Yeah, a YouTube sensation. One of those really? that's about 15 yes. and, and just goes on and on, does the top button of their shirt and then buttons it again. <laughs> gets 18 million hits. Brilliant. These yeah. people are celebrities now. Are they? This is all they do. They go, hey guys, check you later, see you guys. And then they're celebrities. Yes. She was so excited by seeing the YouTube. And then what was, wow. the, what was the nature of this YouTube sensation? He just, they it, have floppy hair and they're called things like Ollie and Alex. But and don't they, 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 hey do, guys, they don't, don't do they usually do one thing? They just talk and say, oh, this has been my day and it's <laughs> been like... Have you done like something? Just a webcam thing? Nothing. I'm just loving Frank's idea of a YouTuber. <laughs> it's a brutal business, though, because they become major stars and then they're gone in a, in a puff of smoke. Oh. oh, I can't wait for that moment. Mm, well. That's the best. You went to a premiere as well. Well, I went to the reverse of a premiere. I oh. went to the last night. Oh, oh, was it? Oh, it was the last of, night of, of the, uh, the of, Infidel. Of the Infidel. The swan song, the curtain call. Yes. The finale. Well, I mean, um, there's talk of a for transfer. All oh, right. Bosman. Uh, um, Man- Manhattan. <laughs> David and Baddiel. Can I say I saw David Baddiel recently? Oh, yeah? Earlier in the week. Yeah? That mm, working? Yeah. And he revealed something about your behaviour on, on the night. Uh-oh. Oh, go on. Go Uh-oh. on, what did he say? Well, you might want to tell the listeners yourself. He, he said uh, Frank Skinner cried. I did cry. You see, I love <laughs> musicals. <laughs> Had yeah. they lost no, no. your VIP wristband? Now, I'll tell you what happened, <laughs> is at the end of it, because it was the last show, and, mm. it, was, and it, was, it, was, it was really good and funny, and, um, and it was great. And I, so I, I didn't 
I didn't cry. I think I did get slightly teary towards the end because of the thing. But then the main actor came on and did this tribute to David Baddiel, and everyone in the theatre was clapping David Baddiel. Wow. He was surrounded. There was like about 12 wow. middle-aged Jewish women all around him sort of touching touching him it was very it was like he was Moses <laughs> and it, was, and it was really I've never been in such an intensely pro David Baddiel place in my life I mean it was like he was an absolute the saviour of the world and everybody was turning to him and he was waving to the crowd <laughs> it was unbelievable I was just overcome by the whole thing and I, oh. I did weep and it was a terrible thing because it, it I was talking to him after, and I sort of trapped him slightly by the door. So he ended up standing by the door as people were leaving, oh, as if he was saying, yeah, goodbye, <laughs> have a bit of cake. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but I was standing next to him, like I was ter- like p- some pathetic attempt to get a piece of the action. Oh. But it really, it was, it was incredibly moving. It was, it was his finest hour. Yeah. And, well, was, and he stood there I like would... he owned the place, like, like it was his I can't theater. believe we know someone that's written a musical, frankly. I know, but the love in that room. Oh, yeah. So it's, it's called The Unzerer's Games. <laughs> the, uh, the new Jewish musical is written. A little joke for David Schneider there. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Um, I have another email here. I thought we should uh, do you bounce want, do, you want, do you want a quick corner's worth? Yeah, let's do it. What about, um, what about the other one? I sound great. You do? Yep. I'd put a pound into a belch. Carry on. (laughs) Hello, Frank, M and Al. Regarding the fashion shredder... I'm not, they've put that in quotes, but I don't. Re- I don't recall us talking about. No, I think I was away trip. that week, possibly. Yeah, I, I think I was oh, away. Don't ask me. I've got a lot on. <laughs> this reminded me of an incident from the nineties where my dad's best friend took one look at his daughter's miniskirt, ripped it off, and threw it on the open fire. Not so much fashion shredder, <laughs> it's fashion first. That's the best story I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> and that girl was Cheryl a, Baker. <laughs> <laughs> taking a Jamie Oliver-style approach to parenthood, yeah, isn't it? Can I say it's a very retro dad's thing to do, isn't it? Ripped a skirt onto on the fire. It's like a scene from Game of Thrones. And otherwise, I fire. remember my dad's yeah. friend was a very calm, nice chap. Love the show, love Hattie. Well, Hattie's quite an insight. Hattie? Well, it's quite a middle-class name, actually, isn't it? Is it? Mm. Well, Hattie Jakes wasn't that middle-class, was she? Don't remember her it's much. the only other Hattie I can think of, oh, Hattie no. Harry. Um, There's a few Hatties Well, it's, it's, it's an incredible story, because presumably he felt she was revealing too much in her miniskirt, so he ripped it off and threw it on Took the fire. Took her and raised her. That's what he did. And she left her in a brief. Yes. Uh, yeah, I mean, who knows, because we don't know when this happened exactly, do we? Uh, no, she 90s. says in the 90s. Okay. It was 90s. the Spice Girls, they were all wearing those little yeah. shirts then. Yeah, could have been hot wow. pants, couldn't it? Hot pants in the fire. Sounds Do you know a fine. similar thing happened to, to me? What uh, happened? Me when and you tried to wear a miniskirt and your dad no, ripped me, it off. me and, and my mate, Frank Maloney years. In the days, in my drinking days when I had a very big beard, mm-hmm. me and this mate, his, his yeah. granddad um, died and left behind a couple of large overcoats, I mean large, and we took to wearing them. Like two members of Jethro Tull. <laughs> I mean, massive, and I loved it. We really did look like weird, like hippie nutcases. 
And uh, I got home one night. My dad had already said a couple of times, you look a right mess in that overcoat. And uh, I got home one night, he'd had a drink, me dad. Oh, dear. And uh, he, he sort of, uh, he, he, took, he pulled the, the overcoat off me, took it up the garden, and there was already a bonfire, he'd been... But, and he put it in the, uh, in the on the bonfire. It, it wasn't even mine, it was my mate's <laughs> dead, dead, dead granddad's... Uh, Can I say how much I would have loved your father? <laughs> I love him. Terrible thing was I had cigarettes in the pocket. <laughs> and I couldn't tell him because he didn't know I smoked. And, you know, it was quite... I didn't really have the money then to That's spend on cigarettes because I was had to spend it on drink. I like that you're more concerned <laughs> about the fags when he set fire to a coat. <laughs> No, but it was, yeah, I'd paid for the fact. <laughs> what did you say? You had to see the fags go up in smoke. Well, I did. <laughs> I remember standing in the smoke thinking, if I, if I inhale that, <laughs> Just lean in I might get it. some of it. All I got was a terrible overcoat hit. <laughs> An overcoat high. Overcoat high, wasn't that the name of uh, that American... Uh, School, yeah, teen school musical. Yeah. Mm. Overcoat <laughs> high. <laughs> it's one of the colder areas of the. Uh, mm. Is up north. So anyway, um, um, it's been a lovely um, Saturday morning. I've loved yep. it. And um, coming up next is Pete Donaldson. Um, thank you um, uh, very much for listening. And um, how are you going to end it? I'd like to say goodbye now. Show on Absolute Radio. Back Saturday morning from 8. Tune in live for the full Frank experience. Absolute Radio.